and welcome to the show. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Jenna Morton, and we are coming to you from location again today, which is one of our favorite things to do, of course. And we are thrilled to be on location at the offices of Love Strong with Louisa Akerley. Hello, thank you for having me, you guys. Oh, thank you for inviting us to your office. <laughs> All it's, the way to New York. I know, so. yes. <laughs> She's the most beautiful wall portrait Wallpaper, here. but you know, sometimes I like to pretend like yeah, it's yeah, real. Definitely. I'm, I can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> and so we are here, this is a new business and a new office that you have. Mm -hmm. Tell everyone, what is Love Strong? So, um, Love Strong is a... Uh, it's a matchmaking service um, that goes beyond online dating. So essentially, um, we match people that are looking for a partner in love. And ideally, our, our, our best client is really somebody who's too busy to search for love or to go through the online process and to um, you know, meet all these kinds of people only to find out they're not necessarily a match for them. So for us, we developed a service that we do all the work for you. So we'll interview everybody up front and we only present the people that we feel would be suitable for you. I love that so, idea that, so that, much. Like, it just, <laughs> it sounds like everything everyone of a certain age wants when it comes to dating. <laughs> it's honestly like, it's just been awesome. I, um, I discovered this, I kind of fell into it. I'm uh, my, my previous employment, well, my current employment, I'm a, an executive recruiter. So I've been an executive recruiter for over 20 years. And just through the years, I've had so many people reach out to me to see if I could match them up with somebody, just because I know a lot of people. So <laughs> I just started doing research on this, come to find out it is a huge industry in other areas. So I don't know if you've seen Millionaire Matchmaker. Um, that's exactly where my head went. Yes, that's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly, right? that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So come to find out, it's a huge industry. I fell into a certification program called the Matchmaking Institute. So I finished the course, so I'm a certified matchmaker now. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, what, what, I, I need like, logistics. What does that mean for a certified matchmaker? So what kind of training or schooling did you have to go through? Like, are you learning about like people's psyche in yeah. a way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you dig pretty deep um, and you go through everything about starting a business as well. So you go through a lot of the marketing and the advertising and what can you do to grow this business? How do you approach clients? How do you um, set up the business? Because everyone that has this type of business may set it up a bit differently. So for me, um, through the course, I got to network with a lot of other matchmakers that were either starting or that were established already. Um, so it's been nice to have somebody that I can kind of mm. brainstorm with because otherwise this is a new service here. There's nobody doing it here, at least in our region. Um, so it's nice that I get to just discuss to see what's the best setup and what's the best format. So, so I'm jumping ahead in my mind now though. I'm thinking of like this, now there's this like network of matchmakers all over the world that <laughs> yeah. you're probably connected to. Yeah. Does that factor in in trying to find matches? Do you have people who are open to matches in other cities, other Absolutely. locations? Yeah. How yeah. cool. So currently I have three clients and I'll just use my current clients <clears throat> as an example, but 
Um, I have three clients that are paying clients. That being said, I have a database full of single people, but that's the first place I go to match people. Now, some of my clients prefer not to date in their hometown mm. just because they feel um, that they have exhausted if you've gone so far as to hire a matchmaker you probably feel like you've done some work yeah. locally already yeah. yeah absolutely and um honestly sometimes it's you know they don't know you there's no they don't know people that know you so it's just um and this way if i i go through the database first but then if people are open to dating people in toronto or bigger areas as well because i do have some clients that would be um i have the opportunity to post within my matchmakers group which is confidential super private and from there um i discuss and i network with other matchmakers and take it from there but yeah there's matchmakers around the world in this group so do you think um, that a lot of people would still be kind of shy? Because, you know, there was that online dating stigma, right? And some people who, uh, let's say, you know, have been married for 30 years kind of missed that online dating part. Mm. So they now would probably still be thinking, oh, maybe it's not the best idea or I don't know how to do it. So that's why they come to you that's as well? That's why they come to me. Mm. And I guess the first thing that I can say is that this service, our number one value is confidentiality. This is super private. Um, we understand that people are afraid to talk about their personal lives and put themselves out there. It's one thing to do online dating where you have the full control versus this where somebody else is kind of helping you with your love life. So we understand. That being said, um, this is a great way to be introduced to, I hate to use the word quality, but um, good catches, I guess yeah, you could say. Yeah. And, you know, we do all the interviews up front, so we meet everybody. We would never set you up with somebody that we are not confident would not only be a good match for you, but represent our brand well. So there's absolutely um, a vested interest for us in finding the right person for you. So... Talk a little bit more about how that happens. You know, you talk about you have paying clients and then you have this kind of network. How do you how do you find clients and how do you find those people they might match with? Yeah, well, it's been I mean, it's been a, a learning curve for me, too, because this is a brand new business for me as well. Um, so we've done a lot of advertising, like a lot of social media ads. Um, my website is awesome. Um, my partner had created it and I'm super proud of it. Um, and it explains the services there. So there's really, you can join the free database and really it's, you're put into a pool of people. Nobody can see you. It's just me that has access to it. And from there, um, there's some folks that want to join as a client. So as a paying client, that's when you get the one-on-one -on -one service from a matchmaker. If you're just in the database, you don't necessarily get the full service, but you could potentially get a call from me if you're a match for my paying client. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving this. First of all, because <laughs> I feel like you're the type of person, too, that would be super vested in people. Um, so I guess what goes into choosing the correct people like how how your question coming up with all the best questions <laughs> <laughs> because that is also something that i'm very careful about because at the end of the day 
um, I need to be selective in who I choose to work with as well because I need to be able to sell them to somebody else, right? So my ideal client is somebody who is, you know, well-employed, a good person, good personality, um, you know, has a, a good presence in the world, I guess you could say, and they're matchable. So, um, because otherwise it's, it's too difficult if somebody is, you know, and it's not to say that some of these people aren't um, good potentials, but it's just tough to, if they don't have a job or, um, you know, those situations, it can be difficult to match them up with somebody. So you must end up having to have a lot of tough conversations with people. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can imagine uh, some of I them... wish you could be a fly on the wall, <laughs> which obviously confidentiality would be breached. But um, seriously, yeah. Yeah. So um, there's a big coaching component to this. And like I told you guys, I'm a recruiter. I'm not a coach. Right. So there's been a lot of learning for me as well, but my intention is to bring on a coach, a dating coach. So I do want to expand this business. I know this is gonna be huge because it's huge elsewhere right. and there's nothing like this here. And if you're guaranteed to meet quality people, yes, there is a bit of an investment, but if you're guaranteed that, then you know it's no brainer. But going back to the dating coaching, um, it is a service that needs to be present within this business. So what if you found someone that, you know, you could almost mold, am I, maybe, I don't know if that's the right <laughs> phrase, but do you, you know what I mean? Like them. You, ca yeah, you yeah, coach them. You coach them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, do you take them out on fake dates? Like, is yes. that, oh my God. The, do you all of that, well, I don't, I don't do it yet, but like, this is that, the whole that's the idea dream. behind it. Like, I work for you. Hypothetically, if you were single and I'm working for you, I do whatever I need to do to set you up in the right light. So whether it's what to wear or how to present yourself or, you know, um, because honestly, appearance does matter. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. Not even appearance, but just the way you present mm -hmm. yourself. Um, so, yeah, there's there's definitely some coaching in that sense. But I've always done that with my recruiting business as well. Right. Well, I was just going to say, and it's, it's coaching in that sense of, you know, if it helps your confidence yeah. in a dating situation to yeah. feel like, oh, I feel like I'm at my best, yeah. yes. right? Like that's, yeah. it, it's not just like, oh yeah, we're gonna give you this fancy outfit to go and like make sure you use the right fork. Yeah. <laughs> right? You have to help people. Yeah. Like I think that's probably, when people think about matchmaking, I don't think they often go that deeper level uh -huh. of what it is you're actually trying to help people. It, it's not just finding a match, it's, it's finding that self-confidence. Yeah. And our goal is to have marriages happen. So that's our end goal. You know, we, uh, yeah. In my head, I'm like, I feel like I'm in a movie. Do you know, like, you must be like that all the time. Like, I can see you sitting in the pews at the church at the end, just being like, yes, I did it. Yes. <laughs> Successful it. day at work. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. I can't wait for that, that, that first marriage. Yeah. It will happen. It will happen. Yeah. I mean, if you're guaranteed to meet quality people, which I dig deep to find quality people, and I try to bring them on, whether they want to be a client or just enter my database. And it's free. There's nothing to lose. If you're on online dating, there's zero reason why you shouldn't be here because nobody sees it. It's just me. And if you could potentially get a call, and it's free to you. So basically, if you're in the free data or the database, my paying client has already 
um, you know, paid the, the fee. So then I go to the database. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Are you finding more interest from a particular age group or gender or, you know, is there a very, is, is there kind of a, a particular person who's coming out of the woodwork first who's like, yeah, I'm ready for this? All female. <laughs> <laughs> All female. I, you know, and I didn't realize this. I mean, other matchmakers in our group have been talking about how difficult it is to get men. Mm-hmm. Um, now I see it firsthand. It is so, I don't know why. I really don't know why. Um, because men are doing online dating, so I don't understand why they wouldn't want to do this. Maybe they're just... Giving up control. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it is, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think, too, it comes back to that idea, too, of confidence, right? It, it takes a lot of self awareness and yeah. confidence to yeah. say, I need and help. It's vulnerability. Like, right? You, you, you yeah, it's vulnerable by putting yourself out there and having somebody work on your behalf. Well, and yeah, and having to listen to someone who wants to coach you, yeah. that's difficult for anyone, I think, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I've actually, so far as to thought about changing a bit of the business model or shifting it a little bit to have the service for men, which it's just because they're tougher to find. Right. So women are easy to find. <laughs> like I don't know why. It's just easy to find women. They're more um, open-minded to the idea of matchmaking. So by doing it for men, then at least the clients that I have, it's a matter of finding matches for them. Hmm. But anyways. I also think it's probably a reflection of, if you look at any social media platform, the number of women who are using yes. it yeah. is usually much higher than the number of men. Absolutely. And the men that I know that use those platforms use them to share jokes. Yeah, that's a good right? point. It's still, it's it's still really used in a very too. different way. <laughs> I, 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 every now and then I get a forward from my husband. I'm like, yeah. That's, okay, my okay. boyfriend sends me videos all day, like, like reels and TikTok videos. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So you yeah. just need to make some of those about matchmaking? Job done. <laughs> Show them so. how easy it is. But I also wonder if it would come down to, to um, if, you had uh, a male counterpart that was j- like if guys would be more apt to go to a man. Tosh, you're to help giving them. me like the best ideas. Right? <laughs> like that's actually brilliant. Oh, thank and you. I've just recently um, put it out there. I put a post out there just recently that I'm looking for matchmakers. Um, the way my vision of this business is really to have a presence all over Atlanta, Canada. Mm-hmm. So that way we can recruit and have a presence there where we have clients in Halifax, in St. John, in Fredericton, in different areas, because at the end of the day, clients are willing to meet people elsewhere. So by having recruiters all over the uh, Atlanta, Canada, it just opens the door and increases the brand and creates awareness, so. Yeah. I think it says a lot about Moncton and Atlanta, Canada in general, in what's happening kind of maturity-wise mm-hmm in terms of our economy that we're now at a point where you can look at it and say, oh, I see a business model here for this. It's so exciting. I love it. <laughs> I love Moncton. So I, yeah, I'm, I just, I love working here and I love the community, the people. Anyways, yeah. But you're I'm 100% get... right. It is, it is putting, Moncton is getting on a bigger, big city scale. Yeah. And we're going to find the more these people are moving out of the bigger cities and into our smaller city, that they're going to be looking for services yeah. like this that they had the option of before. Now they're like, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I need Louisa. True. Where is she? Yeah. <laughs> it's true, though. I think yeah. it, it's, you know, there's still such a kind of a strange 
relationship, I think, here in the Maritimes where people are very friendly but not great at being friends. And I think it, it's it, so true. it flows through to dating, right? Like, it's very easy to find a workplace or find a neighborhood where people are very welcoming, yeah. but it doesn't mean that you suddenly have a social circle to go out into. And it's still very hard, I think, here to find things to get involved with. I know even when we first moved back here in 2009, there wasn't anything that you could do even as a couple, let alone as a single, to kind of get out and meet people other than go to work. Yeah, true. And like there wasn't, you know, in Toronto we used to go to uh, all sorts of sports. I don't know if you've ever, it was like this intramural league where you signed up as a, you joined a team and every week you played a different sport. Yeah. So you didn't have to be good at sports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you weren't like intimidated by like, well, I'm not going to go join a basketball team or a volleyball team. I don't do that. Yeah. But if every week I'm going to go do something, I'm going to play dodgeball one week, I'm going to play, you know, yeah. curling another week, whatever it was. Sounds like, that's super simple. That's another Start it up, because we, we, <laughs> yeah. we talked about doing it years ago when we moved here, when it just wasn't a business model either of us were going to start. <laughs> but it has, like, there's been so many people move in here that we need more of those I opportunities to socialize differently. I agree. COVID has made it challenging, mm -hmm. but yeah, I agree. I can't even imagine dating over the last two years, how difficult that would have been and, and lonely at yeah. the same time, right? Yeah. 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 I can't imagine dating, period, Agreed. in the current yeah. like world yeah. and then putting a pandemic on top of it. I'm just, I'm blown away that you don't have more people like pounding down this door. Well, it's a matter of time. <laughs> it's honestly, I'm so confident that it's a matter of time. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I, I, Myself, I went through this whole process about three and a half years ago. I met my boyfriend on Tinder, so it's kind of ironic that <laughs> yeah. I met on Tinder. But um, I guess the story behind that is that it took me so long to get to him. Yeah. <laughs> so, and a lot of, you know, um, different types of people. And, you know, if there's a way that you're guaranteed to meet quality individuals and they're presented to you and you know, you know, I address their background with them. I address their, you know, what they're looking for if they want kids. If you know, all these discussions that sometimes don't happen right off the bat, and they would be deal breakers for you. Mm -hmm. So at least I can address all this upfront before introducing them to you. Yeah, that's like a that's a good point. Like you would already know if this person wants kids or if this couple wants kids or what have you. Now, you said um, in the beginning there that you know a lot of people. Have you been like quietly matchmaking behind the scenes between your groups of friends? Do you have any success stories that you can share? <laughs> Just to prove your street cred? <laughs> Sadly, not. Well, you know, I've, I match people with businesses. That's what yeah, I yeah. do for a living. Yeah. So I guess I get my credibility there. Yeah. Um, I've been doing this for 20 years, so... Yeah, I mean, I work with a lot of companies across the province, so finding employees, and it's the same process. Oh, absolutely. It really is the same process. Mm -hmm. So you interview people, you, you know, it's um, obviously more corporate, so this uh, business is a lot more personal. Um, so there's different set of challenges, but it's very much the same. You touched on the point that you're looking to, to bring on more matchmakers. Mm -hmm. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Because I think there's probably some people listening or watching that might actually be who you're looking for, yeah. for that role. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, the ideal matchmaker is somebody who is well-connected, 
whether it's well-connected or at least has the personality to meet people. Right. I mean, you have to get out there, you have to meet people, you have to be seen um, and really be open to networking and uh, social media will play a big part on it. So if you're active on social media, you don't have to be a superstar and enjoying all of the posts, but as long as you're active and can network, um, you also, you know, have to be uh, responsible and in the way that you communicate. Um, but yeah, I mean, anybody can really do it. It's not difficult. You just have to have the right personality and the desire, hmm. really. Yeah, and the ability to, to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? But it's true. You know, you can't be like, well, I've got the CEO of this company. Who wants to date Exactly. Them, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's really, like I said, that's the number one value. So it's, yeah, confidentiality I, is the big thing for a lot of clients. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably going to be one of the more challenging things here on the East Coast, mostly even just because we are so small. Mm -hmm. Everyone does kind does of know, know everyone. Yeah. And it's very hard sometimes to remember that there are those kind of yeah. boundaries that we need to start respecting. Mm -hmm. And there is the other thing that I'll add is that there is a level of trust that my clients have to put into me mm -hmm. because I don't know if I mentioned this, but these dates that I set up are blind. So they don't know who each other is. They don't see a picture, they don't know a name, they don't know anything. So I set up the date under my name, so I make the reservation under my name, whatever it is you wanna do. Some people will go snowshoeing, some people will go to a restaurant, doesn't matter. Um, but I make the plans, you guys both show up, and then you meet there. And the purpose of this is get beyond um, just looks but that being said it's not just anybody that i'm matching you up with right mm -hmm. i've vet, like i fully vetted them before so you know that it's not you know anyways there is a risk and there's a bit of of confidence that you have to put into me but i think it's it's good for people to get pushed a little bit outside mm -hmm. their comfort zone yeah. sometimes to yeah. do things like that what Talk about the follow-up of that. So what, what happens after the date? Like, do, do they both check back in with you? Is there, you know, it, does only the client check back in? <laughs> back you know, to the hard <laughs> Yeah, hard questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, it's since I've been so excited. When I know there's a date happening, I'm on my phone the whole time, like <laughs> looking at my, my messages. They're probably walking in right now. Just, it's so new to me right now. So. Um, I've been following up with my clients. Um, they typically message me right away when it's done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, then, you know, I do deliver feedback. That's, that's the beauty as well. You don't have to have these difficult conversations. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all adults. So I encourage my clients to, if you're not feeling it, if you're not um, interested, or you are, I mean, try to have these conversations yourself. But if not, I'm happy to have the conversation with them. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, we do have to wrap things up. So mm -hmm. tell everybody where to find your amazing website. So <laughs> it's www.ilovestrong.ca. Okay. Yeah. Great. And you're on Instagram, Facebook. Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Yeah. Everything. All social media. Look up Love Strong <laughs> yeah. or Louisa Akerley, yeah. and You'll there you me. are. Yeah. <laughs> and clients from anywhere. Anywhere. I mean, I'm yeah. Even Toronto area. Like eventually we'll. Well, I want a presence everywhere because, again, my clients are open to dating elsewhere. So. Yeah. 
Absolutely, and so many people I think are open to moving to the East Coast right now too. Yeah. That this is a great place for them to start. So since this is airing on Valentine's Day, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you. I hope yes. you get an influx of people today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you guys so yes, much. Yes, I'm sure it'll be a busy week for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you all for listening and watching. And uh, yeah, like, subscribe, all that great stuff. Mm -hmm. Show us the love too. Yes, and please. Uh, we'll be back next week. Bye. Thank you.